0: Well, hello Baltimore. We're going to go ahead and get started while Bob Marley tunes up in the background. And oh, there you is. Is. see uh-huh. that? We brought him alive. <laughs> that is Bob Marley. The revolution will not be televised.
1: About a thing.
2: Uh-huh. Yep.
0: DJ Knowledge, dog got the moves out yeah, here. <laughs> we got him. We got him. We got him. We, got him, we, yeah. got him. we gonna butterfly Jamaica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I hello, folks. Get... Welcome another Sunday, another good day to be alive. I tell you. We are so excited now. We got a harness on this chair to keep us grounded. (laughs) But this is going to be another fantastic show today, bringing you information and knowledge that you ought to know. And as we mentioned to our followers in the last shows that all the way up until election day, we will be talking about election type things for the community and how we can make sure we get out and vote and have other people get out and vote. And we're going to cover some historical things that should be reasons why you should get out and vote. Because right now, we got history. Did you ever realize that that is his story? Yeah. Check out that spelling Mm -hmm. his story. Yeah. Not our story, his story. Mm -hmm. So, welcome again to another episode of Faces Going Places. I am Dr. Mel Butler, your host. And with me is my co-host, my hero, <laughs> oh, the man, man who can jump over leaping bounce. He really can, and we're going to show you later, he jumped <laughs> over some leaping and bounce, And that is none other than oh. Reggie Thornton Sweat and Go Reggie. Oh, right. Everybody say, hello, Reggie. <laughs>
1: Hey, how you doing, Doc? It's yeah, good to see you. We it's got good good to phone be here. calls already. Doc.
0: Yes, sir. We got phone calls all right, already. Here but we I'm go. doing. I'm, I'm I, doing well, Doc. Doing well. All right. I right tell you what, caller, you're on the line.
3: Doctor Butler. Good morning to you all over there. Send my love and shout out every day to the nation and you all.
0: You must have heard that theme song, Bob Marley. You mm-hmm. sound like Jamaican. <laughs> Who is this? The Jamaican and
3: pot.
0: Ah, okay. All right. right.
3: How are you? Well, you know what? Bless. We all live to see another day, as I tell you, right?
0: Yes, ma'am.
3: And all that you pray for and all that you don't pray for, may God bless all of us and bless the world.
0: Yeah. Miss Stewart, you are from Jamaica, right?
3: Yes, that's about like I am.
0: Are you, aren't you from the area near where Bob Marley, don't don't you know uh, where Bob Marley was from? I think.
3: Yes, Bob Marley from St. Anne's, but he grew up, he, he, when he came to Kingston, we was his friends. We grew up in the same neighborhood.
0: uh uh-huh. And uh-huh. so how did you become yeah. friends?
3: Because we grew up in the same neighborhood and we become friends. And one of, uh, you know, more or less, he used to be with the upsetters. That's one of our friends, the um, producer, upsetters.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I, I, I know that he did so much, and he was looked upon, uh, I guess, almost like a, a king. And everybody, they accepted him more than they accepted the authorities over there. If Bob Marley said it, they listened to him.
3: Oh, yes. If he said, shout, everybody shout.
0: That's right. Yeah. But what, what probably what a lot of our uh, listeners might not know in terms of the history of Bob Marley and you, you know, you were on our show, and I think you uh, you have a business. Don't you have a cleaning business uh, that you were trained through OSHA?
3: Yes, Dr. Butler. My cleaning business is a recent cleaning service. And I, as said, I graduated from the public work as an, OSHA, as an OSHA. And I am really happy and delighted to go out and you know do the training as you train us and everything as my mentor and i'm so happy to be with you Thank and i'm uh, looking forward to have more and you know be clean as you know as we plan to go through with that
0: well you you do a fine job and i know that we had you uh do something for some of our folks because you, you and your sister, folks. If you like Jamaican food, I tell you one thing. Talk about burn. This lady can <laughs> yep. cook. The definition of cook needs to have her name by it. Yep. I mean, she can throw down, and you know us. If somebody can do some good food, the word gets around. Yeah. So what the, all the candidates should do is just wear off something that she made on the back and let us smell it, and we will follow them to the post. <laughs> but, but, but we're trying to get her to just stay as part of our team yeah. and maybe one day start a school where Americans can learn how to cook some Jamaican-style right. food. Because, you know, in America, uh, Ms. Stewart, a lot of our young ladies, will tell you in a minute that they don't do the food thing. If I was young and somebody told me that they didn't cook, the first thing I would think is that, well, you're lying because you mean you can't cook. That's why. Because cooking is not something to be ashamed of, men or women, because if you're ever out there on your own, you got to eat something. And I don't think I would be comfortable eating cornflakes the rest of my life because (laughs) my wife couldn't cook. So I right. was yeah, no. from a family of twelve and we all had to know how to cook if we yeah. wanted to eat. That's right. That's so right. ladies, when you think that it's it's a, a cute thing to say, you think about that. Cause most men, and the old folks used to say the best way to a man's heart is what, through his stomach? Yeah. Our ladies right. must not yeah, they must not want a man because if they say they can't cook, I say okay. Then you made my decision for me. <laughs> no point in going any further. So,
3: <laughs> well, that, <laughs> right, that's what I was going to tell you about that. Like, you know, the food is it is to the you know, of a man's stomach, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's right. So
0: you can tell if I bring my pictures in here. I told y'all I was roly poly. That's because I didn't yeah. have a problem eating. Yeah, they did not have right. to call me twice. I could eat and eat and eat, and then, of course, you just get roly and roly and roly poly.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but, but we want to thank you for calling in, uh, Miss Stewart. I understand yep. that you're getting ready to go back out there and create some jobs in the community. And yes. you are a twin, right? Yes, my twin sister
3: is, um. She yeah. owned the restaurant at Plaza and Belvedere from 1990 to, to I'm sorry to 2017. Mm-hmm. She sold that business, but she's oh, been in okay. restaurant business for 32 years, and we we're looking forward to opening up a school as you as you were saying, you know, to learn these you know young folks and adults how to cook Jamaican food. Yeah.
0: yeah, okay, that includes oxtail.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, sour chicken, jerk chicken, and sour crab, and, sour
0: cr- let, let me, and Let sour. me let me tell you. If oh. you start to cook, my partner will eat out all of one dish, <laughs> and he is the fitness person. But right. <laughs> I get roly-poly sometimes when I watch him eat. He don't eat all the time now, but when he does, he is a serious eater. He is so serious that the people in the whole in the restaurant. All he gotta do is call and say his name and they know what he's gonna order.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am telling the truth. Yeah. Hot sauce. Is that hot
0: sauce? It, about- it's hot sauce. Right. It's hot sauce, but I don't talk to him when he's eating because he is tough. And if you interrupt his eating, I am afraid that he might knock these freckles off my face. <laughs> So I don't bother him <laughs> wherever he is coming. But this is his special day, Pauline. So I'm going to have to get back to him because he, his hometown, his home school, is uh, getting ready to celebrate. His, what what and Virtual
1: homecoming. They're oh, having it this homecoming. weekend. This yeah. weekend. Yeah. So
0: we're dedicating this show to yeah. a a very, very sound, a very, very good uh, HBCU that has uh, uh, put – out a lot of uh, they turned out a lot of very very successful people. Yeah, and uh, oh, we yeah. kid, but we are really proud uh, as a Morgan Bear mm-hmm. to uh, salute them in their virtual yeah. homecoming. Well, we used to play one another. Yeah, I wrestled at their school, and uh, all HBCU's folks. We may yeah. kid, but uh, I tell you one thing: our bond is serious, He's and serious. our bond is lasting. It so is. So I'm going to let Reggie talk to you guys about whatever he wants to talk about. And I'll talk a little bit about voting somewhere in the middle. But he's got something that uh, I really, really, I've known that that Reggie is, of course, is a a superstar uh, in the field of nutrition. And, you know, in order to be a good leader, you got to be a good follower. So for somebody that is uh, as uh, famous as he is, because on the track, uh, he's the man. He's the man. And and he's ahead of all the new things that we should be doing in nutrition. And for him to sit back and push somebody else's dream when you have that kind of uh, background that you could be doing yourself. And he has done it himself, by the way. But uh, he has been a great uh, co-host, a great person to be around and I guess sometimes I'm like a father to him but yep. but he's like a good kid. I can if I sit up and scold him, I can always tell if I'm getting to him cuz I can read his eyes. But <laughs> but he's but he's so respectful that sometimes inside I am cracking up, but I have to put on on a serious face, but he has been in the trenches with me all of this journey. So I really want to say thanks to him. And Virginia Union, you put out a real trooper. So, Pauline, thank you for calling. I'm going to have to go over to Reggie now. And uh, we're going to be seeing you soon. And we look forward to your work, you and your sister, Tit and Tot, from Jamaica. Well, no problem, man, no problem. (laughs) Now we are going to go to Hot Sauce. All right, see you, Pauline.
3: Okay, much love to Reggie, Reg, and Dr. Butler, and Knowledge, and everybody in the house. Yeah, and yep. I live always here, and we we'll talk. We have good business going on. Thank
0: you, thank, know? You. thank yep. you, thank you. Thank you, now. Yeah. Now, let's get yeah. over to Union. All Reggie, right. tell us a little bit about because some people <laughs> out there maybe don't even know what an HBCU is, uh, or why they might want to send their children to an HBCU if they. Check out the reasons why they should support HBCU.
1: Well, Doc, I first of all I appreciate those words of kindness you gave me about it. It's been an honor working beside you, being mentor beside you. Yeah, you do. I do look to you as a father <laughs> sometimes, and you do do that. Get on me, <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. Um, and and I mean, but but being in being in, and and look forward to the days to come because we got some great things coming up. Yes. But uh, HBCUs, HBCUs are not. Uh, the first charter schools, like our Secretary of Education wants to say, <laughs> that they were charter schools, that we had actually the first charter schools, you know, like we had a choice. The Historically Black Colleges and Universities, that's what HBCU stands for, Historically Black Colleges and Universities, founded for the sole purpose of educating black folks, because if we didn't have those schools, All right we now. weren't going to get an education, because they weren't letting us in those schools all right they weren't letting us most of them were founded Virginia Union was founded in 1865 mm-hmm. founded for with the sole purpose of educating newly freed slaves so that's why most of them were founded so that they could educate us because just like I always say doc ain't nobody gonna come get us but, but us uh, it's always been like that and it'll always be like that so right that's now. why that we've been founded and yeah you're right you being a Morgan bear and me being a Virginia Union Panther, we go to different schools, we pick with each other, we battle with bands and all. But the bottom line is there is a common bond and a common thread that HBCU students and students have that is just unshakable and unbreakable. And when we identify each other, we automatically help each other because we understand that, and the people at our schools. Instilled in us, sometimes consciously and unconsciously, the responsibility that we have to ourselves and the responsibility we have to our people and to each other. All right. Because it it, is often thought. And, Doc, I know you worked at Corporate America first coming out, and I worked in, in the yes, government. Yes. When they looked at you and you came from a black school, yes. they automatically had thought you was inferior. Mm-hmm. Automatically just looked at you and that, thought
0: that. That's the first thought. Yeah, that's yeah. the
1: first thought. Mm-hmm. But then they find out oh. real quick. So then, once they find out real quick that, ooh, you got some intelligence, in some cases more than them. Mm-hmm. Then they try, that's when the, the backbiting and the tear down begins. Mm-hmm. And and also what I call the back door shutting. In other words, Doc, we got to prevent him from bringing somebody else yes. <laughs> up in here. Because yes. we don't need to have no more like him up in here. Because right, it's going to mess us up all and right. it's going to expose us. Yes. all right. But we know as HBCU, what we do, we do the opposite. We like he's seeking missiles. How can we find a way to bring some more in? Because we don't just come in and shut the door. Thank you. We open the door because we know that it. We don't go find him, then nobody else will. That's how I got into the government. Michael Willingham, a graduate of Morehouse University, made a way for me to get in the government. Yes. So, see, I realized that it hadn't. He not run that management intern program, I'd have never got in because yes. they won't the try same, to let me in.
0: Right. The same with Black Enterprise uh, Magazine. Yeah. Earl Gray's my first marketing uh, job was with Earl Grays. and back in the day, for the younger folks out there. We stuck with one another because we needed one another. Exactly. There was no place else to turn. And they, of course, when integration came in, it split people up, but mm-hmm. it also diluted us because those persons that were teaching us, yep. they taught us how to survive. Yeah, And that is why historically, if you look at many of the leaders in this country, mm-hmm. the people that are, are really breaking records and doing things, they came from HBCUs exactly. in fact. There was a time when if you graduated from an HBCU, you could pick any college out there, any yeah. Ivy League college. I don't care if it was Clemson, if it was Harvard, if it was Yale, you name it. And our folks were going to all kinds of schools to get mm-hmm. their PhDs and study. And they stood out from the crowd, mm-hmm. Morgan, Grambling, uh, uh Virginia Union, Virginia State, yep. Hampton, Norfolk North State. Carolina A&T, mm-hmm. North Carolina Central, yep. uh, Atlanta U, Spelman, mm-hmm. U, name, State, you need yep. you need to look at Southern, yep. yes, Southern, uh, FAMU. Yep. Uh all of those schools are some of the greatest uh talent in the world. Oh, God, some of oh the my. greatest people that are running corporations in the world. Yeah. And the president that we have now, somebody I think hit him on the head with a book saying HBCU's, but that's the only way he knew what it was. Yeah. He was saying it backwards. Yeah. UCH. So yeah. you know he doesn't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. So you want to be really really careful and really really uh, steadfast in this election. Do not be tricked, do not be fooled and let somebody make you think that your vote does not count. Mm-hmm. It counts now as more as much as it did in 1865. That's right. That's right. When slavery was ended, our folks didn't wait. They didn't say, let us see what everybody else does. They said, no, let us start right now. We may make some mistakes, but we're going to hang in there. Yeah. And so we salute them, all HBCUs. Yeah. All of us that came from HBCUs, we may fight and argue, but those leaders that have hung in there as the presidents and the leaders of those schools, we want you to know there's a bunch of us out here. That you really need to, you come back home to us. Yeah. Because we're always ready to come home to you. That's right. But the leaders, you need to come and find out where so many of us are skeptical about tying into, say, your foundations or some of the things that we know that we have a hard time getting to the students. That's who we want to help. Right. but for people to tell us we got to go a certain way there are those that are in business now we just want to help those students mm-hmm. but Reggie let's get back to your virtual homecoming what's going to happen y'all should have got y'all should have got Kendrick to do the virtual thing.
1: Well, they had, they, they had a couple. Yeah, you're right. They, they, well, it's actually taking place. I think today is the last day and they started things from Monday on mm. and they just did things virtually. We had a virtually, um, step show challenge, stroll, oh, okay. stroll challenge. And, and, um, it really was nice and people coming on on zoom calls and 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 we posted up people posting up pictures and all uh posting up pictures and 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 uh Interacting with one another because one thing about it, HBCU ain't no homecoming like HBCU uh-uh. homecoming. <laughs> and we come together and it's almost like family. Hey. And shout out to Virginia Union. It's we just holiday. like a family because most of us are not gigantic and big. Union was very small. We had a very small school. All right, but we was a mighty school. And um, um and so was uh, not was is a mighty school and all HBCUs. They're mighty and they're powerful, and yes. they send their message. And so we had um, just different events I think they had A virtual uh, Virtual day party Was on um, Virtual day party Was on How will cook you on here Help me out a little bit uh, They had a um, Virtual day party okay. And all planning and, and all trying to adjust to our new norm and keep the ties and the bond, uh, bonds going and interacting with one another and just going to see about one another and, and going to see about one another uh, because we coming out of this. We yep. coming out. of yep. And one thing about it, Doc, when I think about think about HBCUs we can adapt to almost any situation, and that's one thing oh, that yeah. HBCU will teach you. It will teach you how to adapt. If you come through an HBCU, You're a you survivor. pretty much can, yeah, <laughs> you can handle almost yes. anything. Yes. All right, And it teaches you how to adapt. So this is a tough road, but this too will pass, and we're going to adapt to this, and we're going to adapt to this and move on from this. So um, um, that's what was going on there at Union this weekend. We mm-hmm. opened up with things that. Coburn Chapel. Um, and actually, Reverend Jeremiah Wright, graduate of uh, uh, Virginia Union University, mm-hmm. um, he opened up on Monday, opened up with words and reflections. We'd have people doing words and reflections every day to open up, and then various activities. It was new, yep. um, it was different. Uh, we would, we would, Trying to do everything that we normally do when we come together. I guess everything, the only thing we didn't have was the food. <laughs> and all um, the band competition. Yeah, right, and the band <laughs> competition. So, um, um, that we didn't have, I don't think, unless y'all did something virtually. I don't know. Don't I, know you, union, I know y'all uh, would correct me if we did. Are uh, uh, there
0: some union people in the audience out there? When I'm we pretty sure it is. Number? I you can't really call, see the call see, in. Yeah, call
1: in. The call in number is. Um, Full 410-300-0489. Yep,
0: 0489. 0489 call um, us if you're a yeah, call audience us, and yeah. you are Virginia Union. Come on now. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know. Maybe some of your experiences. You know, we had so many uh, experiences at Morgan. Yeah. Not having been uh, on a college campus because the day I registered at Morgan, was the first time in my life I had ever set foot on a college campus. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. So I just followed the crowd. That's why it took so long for me to get the first undergraduate degree. Okay. It took 10 years of going, stopping, going, stopping. But it taught me something that I try to tell all the people I mentor. That was patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know or i tell people the most famous words you can co- that can come out of your mouth is would you help me please people mm. like to help and instead of being annoyed all and getting things wrong learn from other people yeah i'm in this thing called genesis marketing because i had so many questions and the people that answered them were from so many different disciplines, I couldn't do anything but that. Yeah. Because all of them were great. They were all uh, very, very popular and very knowledgeable. I learned that if you want to really learn something, then follow people who know something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But go ahead Orm Reggie I'm sorry It is your day It is your show No doc You okay You
1: you exactly right <laughs> You you're exactly right You know If the people Going toward the ditch Don't
0: follow them Into the Thank ditch Thank you Somebody gotta Stop at the edge <laughs> so, <laughs> so you get out there And say, And, and for say Oh that's what he meant By the black hole Yeah <laughs> <laughs> how, how do I get out and Yeah, yeah. Your black soul In the black hole Thank you So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. ah. so you, you're, you're exactly right And uh, we've led the way, and that's other. We talk about leadership. We've led the way. So many HBCUs have led the way, yes. and, and led the way at different things. And, and let me dispel another myth real quick, Doc. For young athletes out there, young athletes, please understand. Don't think that you got to that. That the only way you could go to the next level. And what I'm talking about is. Um, professional ranks and whatever of course we know everybody doesn't make it but please don't think that your role to the next level of the NFL or NBA cannot go through HBCU let me dispel (laughs) that myth real quick because this was a myth when I was there and it's still a myth right now Mm. and so many so many athletes think that if they that if they want to go to the next level, they can't go through a an HBCU. Yeah, and it's opposite. not true. And one of the reasons I see for that is oftentimes when uh, like sudden, we're gonna have football games playing on Sunday and if we're playing on Sunday. When athletes, I notice when the players come from a HBCU, the announcers never talk about the HBCU they came from. Right, right. I don't know if it's because they don't know. I don't know if it's because they're doing it on purpose. I just know that it exists. I know that if they were, I know if they were a USC Trojan or or, or, or Roll Tide or, or 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 um 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 from uh, a Florida Gator, all right, or a Texas Longhorn, hook em horns. Well,
0: Reggie, they he, usually learn after the fact in other words when you got a Doug Williams or somebody like that they go and do a whole bunch of study it after say the person has played four or five uh, games and uh, undefeated or something like that right then they run home and they get a book or they uh, get somebody to brush them up on the that school when at one time you had a, a black from some HBCU that was just turn up the NFL, right? Turn up the NBA until it forced the announcer. Because if he didn't talk about that person, that was nothing to talk about, right? And so they all would take the evening off once they saw a place, a uh, person was good, such as a Herschel Walker yeah. down there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was breaking records and breaking plates at the same time. Mm-hmm. And nobody was really giving him any airplay or airtime. Then somebody brought in an article that was written in a black newspaper. I think it was the Atlanta Journal. And then one reporter took that same article and laid it down in front of him and talked about the school as though he knew something about it. So from that point on, and then Alabama was another school. And mm-hmm. nobody knew, and the coach wanted to bring in some black athletes. And he had to do all the research and try to convince the all the other school LSU, mm-hmm. that they should put the blacks in, give them an opportunity, because he saw it as the future, that they had no choice, that the kids would be coming out so good. Yeah. Re- remember the Titans.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So there are things... We don't want you to get in that habit. And a lot of us out there, we're following the lead of ignorance. Yeah. i say that again. We're following the lead of ignorance. We're not going to believe our black historians, our black elders, and people who, who give them the history undiluted. Mm-hmm. And instead of sucking up and learning it, the, the system sort of pushes you away from that kind of thing. They push you into being distant mm-hmm. or oh, making the statements, well, you know, that's old school. What do mm-hmm. they know? Well, one day you're going to be old school, and your kids will be saying, What do you know? <laughs> and they'll right. be more right about you than they were about us. Yep,
1: that's right. That's because right. Because
0: you are sucking up. You most of you have not had the hard-knock experiences <laughs> which your grandparents used to say, and this is true, they used to say, if I knock upside your head, do you think you have some sense like that's going to work? Mm-hmm. And in my case, I actually saw a neighbor do that to the kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in Philadelphia, person lived. two young ladies lived right behind mm-hmm. us in Philadelphia. And the father would tell them to do certain things before they went to school. Mm-hmm. And you can hear it's only 12 yards from one house to the other. Mm-hmm. And one day he told a little girl, he said, listen. I keep telling you to do this, and you are not doing it. Do you think if I took this skillet, which was a, a frying pan, mm-hmm. and knocked you upside your head, you would have any sense? And she said, yes, sir. It's that book and popped her on the head. Wow. <laughs> Terrible thing. He would be in jail if he did that today. Mm-hmm. But he didn't smash her on the head, but he did pop her on mm-hmm. the head. So young people now, you don't have to go through that. But you don't want to be the kind of person that as soon as somebody gives you constructive criticism yeah. that you go and call the police and say that they're abusing you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But let's get back to Reggie's friends and all those union folks out there. If you're a Panther, you can come out. We yep. The Bears will stay in the woods until you <laughs> get out of here. so you can call us it you doesn't have to tell us the whole story but you can come out 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 in the, the Flatlands and tell us who you are. Well, you know, Panthers. we get up in the trees, dog. We sit up in the trees yeah, right, and we wait and we a, pounce a, on a, you. And, and uh, so, sometimes the bear has to shake that tree. That's right. That's right. And we don't mind shaking the tree. Yep, yeah, but then we're going to take, we go take a taste of that vibranium. we go drink a little of that vibranium and we go going have something for you. So so right, was you, you guys. You are family out there. Yeah, and if we, we got another phone that call. Somebody, Is that somebody? <laughs> We got a phone call, Doc. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see hey, him This is a path to Okay, caller, you're on the air. This is Faces Going Places. <laughs>
5: Who's it? Who's Greetings, the... everyone. Greetings. Greetings, everyone. The faces Going Places Land. This is Kendrick Tillman. Oh, hey. an- hey. oh, it's another
0: hey. bear. Hey. All right. Another bear. Another oh, bear. Come to my <laughs> rescue. Another That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the historically black. Colleges and universities <laughs> <in conversation>. Yeah <laughs> Well Kendrick I'll tell you Tell those folks You gotta Now this is a person If you're out there mm. And every ear Should be listening Because this is a young man Who is already a legend And uh, he I guess he wants to be A super legend Because mm. every time You go somewhere They know who he is Yeah, yeah. But this is yep, Five exactly. star That's right <laughs> Five star productions Yep Oh, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm just here to serve. Well, you do a great job, and again, congratulations yeah, on the fantastic uh, virtual uh, Af- AFram that you had out there in Towson. Uh, it was the first of its kind, and you certainly you did yourself proud. Every everybody Absolutely. from Morgan and everybody that that saw it, they should commend you. And that's what HBCU's produce. So, tell us a little bit about what's going on in your world. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but we, I definitely appreciate everybody that attended the Baltimore
0: County African American
5: Cultural Festival. It was the first time we did a virtual festival. It took probably about eight months to get this vote turned over because uh, our baby boomers, was what? as accepting to accept technology. But then we listened and we moved forward as a team and was able to leverage our uh, experiences from our baby boomers with our uh, techies and energy from our millennials and bring it all together to celebrate 20 years of the Baltimore County African American Cultural Festival. Wow. How many years? 24. This is 24 years, but so that's the 25th year. Wow. And so we were just recapping you know, all of the entertainers and Chubby Checker to <laughs> you, you name it. it was, they, they've been there in the last 20 years. So I wanted to highlight those artists and have uh, a way for us to kind of show people, all the scholars to get scholarship every year to preserve history. You know, African Americans in Baltimore County, and then we get to actually have a nonprofit. Uh, I could stand behind
2: that mission
5: and support that. Of course, the founder of young Madam Speaker of the House of
0: Delegates. Yes, a party. wonderful lady. Uh, uh, she is an <laughs> active person, one of the most real politicians that you have out there. And uh, 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 one question came to us that uh, AFRAM is 26 years old, and they said the AFRAM in Baltimore is a little bit older. Is there any relationship between the two?
5: Well, uh, I think the ad plan was your mentioned that you kind of handed over to the city. The Baltimore County African-American Cultural Festival that Agent the Asian Jones felt like when African-Americans go to the courthouse, is usually for something negative. So as an elected official that she thought out to be, she said, i want to make sure that we can have a culture a cultural impacted event to highlight African-Americans. So every, one, every one of our counterparts has a cultural event at, at the courthouse, which is in Towson, Maryland, every year on the third Saturday of September, right at Patriot's Plaza in Towson, Maryland. We have this festival. Has, I mean a great experience. Think about it. When's the last time you heard of an African-American going to the courthouse and having a great experience? Hmm. Don't worry, i So that's, that that was her 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 miss her vision was to hold a festival that gives scholarships to her history and give it to other nonprofits all while having a great experience at the courthouse. Court court. mm-hmm. so I, yeah. I, I, I I understood that and I definitely want to hold up her vision. I, I've had many conversations. over well, why is it? Why don't we go in different places in Baltimore County? Why don't we bring it to the West Side? So, you really want.
0: African Americans can have a positive experience at the core. yes Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that you've done. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. uh, had the uh, opportunity to go out uh, to the festival and it is so well organized. And so uh, the, everything to the like freedom marches that were held a lot of black history was done out in the, uh, in that Towson area and groups that, uh, that do that, the African trails, a lot of the people going back as as far as the 60s uh, representing African-American groups. And the participation is so broad and, as you said, centered around things that are beneficial uh, to our people and giving mm-hmm. everybody, the businesses, the nonprofits, uh, the fraternal organizations, mm-hmm. all have an opportunity to uh, play a role in making that festival what it really should be. It's really uh, a perfect example of what the Baltimore Festival was designed to do, which was a little earlier, but because they didn't do what uh, Delegate uh, Adrian Jones did, and that's to stay behind it on the community level. So people now don't, they, the leaders now have no connection really to what the most positive events is the Towson AFRAM and uh, AFRAM that's supposed to be held in Baltimore and there's an AFRAM that's held in uh, Richmond, Virginia. They are the only surviving uh, cultural events that are on a large scale, other than what, uh, of course, Kathy Hughes does down in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has taken from all of those festivals and come up with things like Summer in the Park. But all of it just evolved from the fantastic job and the great attendance that has been at the Towson uh, AFRAM and the orderly way that is conducted, and Baltimore's. It seems like anything that's successful in Baltimore, the leaders want to tear it down. They try to get rid of the AFRAM here. Even though that example, instead of calling you or Adrian and say, listen, uh, you guys have a successful one, we have one that we don't understand because these are all new people. They're not Baltimoreans that— want to say, do away with the Baltimore AFRAM. So you guys could teach them something. And I think perhaps uh, we'll start a little movement since we did uh, what they call the Soul Festival here. And that was the intent of it, is to get more community involvement, to get more economic development in our communities, to open up some lanes that we control, not somebody else control. So just keeping it alive and not taking the path of Baltimore, which is trying to destroy something that's good for the whole community. I have never heard of a major incident at any AFRAM, and that's whether I was in the United States, outside the United States, but the AFRAM itself is so respected by the elders, it's respected by the young people. Yeah, exactly. That we should never let them get rid of those Events. If they put money into other things, they should always be ready to put money into that. They spent a bunch of money trying to get a a race here through the city that didn't have enough streets to even have a race. But they had no problem in trying to make that an annual event. So I think we as voters need to be mindful of that, that what you guys are doing and what Adrian uh, Jones has done, we need to keep that and ensure that we keep that. And the way we do that is get some people in office that think the same way that the residents think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got something else going on too, don't you, Mister Tillman? How about in the education uh, yes.
2: realm?
5: Every every week is something going on. We got a Black Professional Men' Meeting with me this Wednesday. Okay. We are turning thirty years. 30 years old, my Wow. Down to the 30 years. Oh, 30, 30 years. 30 year organization. Uh, <coughs> wow. I serve as a vice president for. And then, of course, we have Matthew Music. We uh, we just got tagged in our partners in Canada. They're sending us six kits to Baltimore. Mm. And so we're excited to keep moving these kits forward. Matthew Music is a product that teaches you how to DJ using fifth grade through ninth grade math. To really change the culture around mathematics, making, making our youth and our scholars really be attracted to the STEM field. And so I thought uh, our company's Five Star Enterprise. We do community outreach, educational services, and community engagement. And we really just thank Dr. Butler for always giving us a platform to speak on, to speak on places, going places. And thank Reggie because he definitely opened my mind of how we can partner with the, the music and the beat per minute and how it matches your heart rate. That's so mm, good in my mind. He mm. talked about that uh, I'm, I'm probably like a month and a half ago or so. Yeah, so mm. I'm just excited the way, the way we can deliver. Yeah. Uh, my hypothesis is that if we can deliver or create uh, creative thinking around math, i.e. putting athletics with math, mm-hmm. i.e. putting STEM with mm. DJing, i.e. putting music, with math. If we can increase their creative thinking, it'll increase academic performance and attendance rates. But now it's cool to go to school but you got the turntables there to teach you math. That's unheard of. Yeah. For us it's just about we want to prove that our pedagogy is liberal STEM education can change academic performance, attendance rate, even graduation rate, and most importantly the emotional intelligence around math. Most kids take math and are scared of it. Yeah. So right. we can make it so it's engaging and fun and they're attracted to math. Now we have a we have a winning a winning team to get out of this hole we're in. The United States being like 37th in the world in STEM, 27th in the world in STEM, and
0: so right. we just can start start to attract our our gifts and talents to what matters in the world. Well, you you, you know, math is the cornerstone of uh, learning, and what you are offering it's not something that is needed, say, in one location you've come up with something that's needed all across the nation. Mm -hmm. And this is why the politicians should really take notice to this. I can't understand unless you have to have a certain amount of stupidity in you in order to be a politician. Because it seems like the things that make sense, they're afraid of, of doing it. To me, the reason I left industry was I couldn't be an independent thinker. And if I saw something that I thought would work, you had to go through hoops in order to give it a try. Right. I taught for a little while, but one thing I realized, because I didn't know the type of student I was, it's hard to get the rudiments of math or English or anything like that when you're hungry. Yeah. Or when you are having difficulty and have to take transportation in the way of three or four buses to get to school. By the time you get to school, you're tired. And so it's to me like they don't take into consideration that there are other things that we need for our kids, but one of them is for them to have a comprehension of math if they wanna go into the so-called uh, STEM revolution that's happening in this country. We know that we need engineers. We know that there are uh, gonna be the best paying jobs that a person can come out of school. But what they're not acknowledging is that our babies in the second and third and fourth and fifth grade, need to have they have to begin there with their math skills. Right. Most other countries they come here with a strong math background. Right. A strong math foundation. That's why they they gravitate to the jobs that are like engineers and yeah. those technical jobs, whereas we gravitate to the jobs like social worker. Not that it's anything wrong. But we, our kids go to college looking for the easiest curriculum they can take. Mm-hmm. But thanks to you and things like yours and uh, Donnell Pender, who's running a great program with the young mm-hmm. people over there, teaching them how to go in business. Folks, we got to support these people because they're doing something that many of us are not doing with our children. So we have to give them a hand. And parents, it's really on you. Yeah you got to lead the children. The children are not supposed to lead you. But yeah. I want to thank Mr. Tillman. He's doing a great job. And there's so many other good things that are out here that our folks are doing this year. Okay. This should be a, uh, I guess, this should be a show that's about two hours because I think our time is up already. And we want to tell people... Uh-huh.
1: No, we're good. Just had another call coming. Oh, I think. okay. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Well, we got another caller coming in, folks. This is a great show today. Caller, you're on the line.
1: No, wait a minute. He's not calling. T- Kendrick is still here, right?
0: Yeah, Kendrick's oh, still on. Still yeah, Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, we got to just get back to the other
0: caller. You good, Kendrick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're, con- they're, they're lighting up the board so fast, Ken. I don't know what's going on. But... <laughs>
5: Um, no, nah, no problem. i said I take my seat so, um I breath and get to your other callers. I'm watching um, when, when Reddy's live.
0: So I'll be commenting next. Okay. okay.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, I see you. Yep. I see you. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so callers, I hope that you uh, listeners will take all these things to heart. And that, every one of these shows, not just Faces Going Places, which is a 501c3 mm-hmm. and nonprofit. And we exist through donations. And uh, remember the call in number for this show is 410-300-0489. Yep. And uh, all right, you you got know, got we another got call. another call call in and yes, then when we I we we'll get to yes, the trade table. Do. Go ahead. All right. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, hello. How are
4: you guys doing today? Doing, doing great. Doing yeah. Yes, now excellence and ambition calling. I was trying
0: to find just the number. <laughs> hey, Danelle,
4: hey. <laughs> yes, hey.
0: Well, Danelle, you know, it's hey. good to have you. Uh, you're a part of the family. And we, folks need to know the fantastic job that you're doing over there in that Park Heights area with the kids. So why don't you give us a, you know, a brief rundown on what you guys do, how the parents, if they need to get involved, they can get involved, and more importantly, how people can support what you're doing.
4: Alright, so you can find us on Facebook at Excellence and, and Ambition. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Excellence underscore Ambition INC. Um, and you can also um, contact us directly. Um, my phone number, cell phone number is 443-813-9607. And uh, we are a nonprofit organization operating in Park Heights, as you said. We're located inside of Sister Davis, the city, which is a safe space uh, 4236 typical Road, um, and our program specializes in workforce development. I'm helping young people age 14 to 21 get trained in, and um, in not only how to get a job in a career, but to keep a job in career. Um, and we are currently um, focusing on our YBC program, which is to build community. Um, where young people are learning construction skills. And how to um, use tools and woodworking and demolition work um, because we are looking um, to purchase a few homes in Park Heights that our young people can, can build, um, can gut can out and rebuild uh, and get paid, of course, for that, for, you know, creating jobs and uh, opportunities. We also have the Youth Entrepreneurship Program. Our pitch contest for our new entrepreneurs is on next Wednesday from 5 to 7. And these young people started out with us in June of this year, learning the ins and outs of business planning. They have developed their business. They come to us with the idea already. And it is um, our facilitator with Amber. Um, her role is to help them flesh out their idea and put the plan into place so that by the fall they're able to launch. And so that's what we're doing on Wednesday, our young people get to, um, to, uh, to publicly show their, what they've been working on publicly, show their products and, and what they're, what they're ready to do. And, um, it is a contest. So. Um, the winner earns $500 to oh, the incorporation cost. <laughs> um, no, you have to be between the 14 and 21. Uh, well, I was, that
1: saying, I was, I was 14 one time. <laughs> yeah, so was I a long time ago.
4: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Miss Amber is, is great with that group. Uh, we have uh, four young people um, and their businesses run from multimedia photography uh, to making um, um, to making pajamas sets and, and uh, corsets and fashion and cooking and so um, they they run the gamut on different things and all of these young people are under the age of twenty that mm-hmm. we have this summer from this summer so um, it's gonna it's gonna be great and our young men our new young people three of them come from Juvenile Justice two of them were former Squeegee kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. we, we, we think that they start out with us, um, understanding our, um, you, you know, our expectations for them and how, and we speak life into them yeah. and, um, they go through kind of a process so that by the time, um, they're ready to even touch the tools and start the process. They, they, there's been a transformation, you know? Yes. Um, and I, I love that when people uh, come to meet them, they, that you would never know that they've been through as much as they've been through, um, you know, in life because of, of the transformation. I really feel it's definitely a ministry and a calling for us to do this work. And um, I'm, I'm just happy about that. Um, <sighs> how to support our organization, um, tell somebody. Um <laughs> that's really you know, tell somebody, support us with your donation, support us with your time, if you have skills, if you are a contractor or an electrician or a plumber, um, come through and work with us. We are renovating the building that we're located in. I'm not you know, we're we're putting some price paint on it, you know? Mm. Um Yeah. And and making sure that we that we fix it. There's a plumbing issue, there is an electrical issue that we can't afford to fix. Um, you know, so we are, we are leaning on volunteerism, we're leaning on those who want to teach as we build, um, to come on board with us and, um, also pure light, uh, support pure light, support our link. Um, we'll have our link up things, uh, for our, um, Amazon, um, also contact us, contact Dr. Butler to order lights and say you want to support excellence and ambition so that the commission comes straight back to our organization to support our young people.
0: Well, thank you. We know that you're always busy over there, and we have so much stuff going on. Sometimes we forget that we have other things that people can volunteer for and can help, and we're trying to have a new type movement here in Baltimore, one that used to be very healthy here. And that was people reaching out, helping one another. Mm-hmm. And your your project, Mr. Tillman's project, uh, those are all good projects that we, as uh, as community, one community, we should be re- supporting all of those things that lead to lanes of opportunity for the people in the community. And mm-hmm. we're certainly going to help you. I was—I gl- heard you mention that you needed help and electrical, and uh, you need to get with us because we have connections with groups, with the unions. Mm-hmm.
2: The union mm-hmm. needs it.
0: That should not be a problem. When you have things like that in our community, and we have people such as the uh, union who actually get people jobs in the field of electric, you know, electrical fields, opportunities. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we have to call on them when we have these kind of issues or put a call out to people. Do you know someone that is in the electrical field? There are a lot of home improvement guys who are certified Mm -hmm. electricians. And Mm -hmm. that's an area probably Mm -hmm. Kendrick can maybe help us with, but there's no reason to have you you guys uh, stumbling because of issues like that when the partnerships are designed to take care of that. But unless we know it, we can't take care of it. So if those are problems, then we want to follow up uh, with you and make sure they get done and encourage everybody out there to support you financially or voluntarily or with your professional skills. This is a time when a lot of people are when a lot of people are are looking for something to do because they've been laid off of their job. We need to realize we're Mm -hmm. not going to have a time like this again. You, can, you right. can change lanes. This is a uh, time when you can safely change lanes. Yeah. If you had a job, you were skeptical about whether you like that job or not. And now that you've been home for a while, you realize you don't like it. How about falling into an open lane and learning something that yeah. you uh, could uh, you, be useful to you and to everybody? Well, yep. we want to thank you for calling in. And I want to mention a couple other projects that are going on that I hope we get to put from. But we'd like for you to call us in each week and let us know. Give us an update on the progress. And we'll see if All we right. can help get that uh, over. If you have a timeline, we're going to work with you on that. Okay. But thank you for calling right, in. Thank
4: you.
0: Again. you. Yeah, Dan- no
4: problem. Yeah,
0: Danielle, shout oh, out I to I HBCU. Forgot. Yes, I forgot. I forgot. We have a golf tournament coming up. I don't
4: know if you mentioned it yet. Um, get a team. <laughs> yes. and uh, play with us and support our organization as well.
0: Yes, we do. And uh, Reggie said, to yeah. shout out your HBCU.
3: Oh, Coppin.
0: All right,
1: yeah. All right, thank you. Because what we talking about today? It's is, is HBCU H- Sunday.
0: Yes. This is, all right. This is, yeah. This is all a right. HBCU so day eagle. for everybody. <laughs> so you got you got an eagle, you got a, a rattlesnake out there hiding somewhere, mm-hmm. and you got a panther, mm-hmm. and you got the big old grizzly bear that it can eat all of them. Up. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> uh,
0: thank you for calling in. And folks, listeners right. out there, there are so many projects that we have now been able to tie into. We hope that if you're out there and uh, you don't have uh, membership for the NWCP, we think you should certainly be a part of it because they're going to be playing a big role. And what happens after this election is over, I guarantee you, they're already doing some big, Big things. And, you know, we don't think that much about NWCP until we get in trouble. Yeah. And then they're the first ones that we call when we're discriminated against. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is be proactive and go online and register for NWCP, mm-hmm. And in the city, if you work in a city or even if you live in the county and work in the city or live in the city and work in the county, you can still join the NWCP online. And the Baltimore chapter, I believe, is uh, you sign up for 7009. Yeah. 7009. Yeah. And you can call any of us to get more information, but you can do this right online. And uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing from them because we'll have somebody representing them on the air probably next week. And we also hope that you'll be supporting uh, the uh, March. You have the Million Man March on uh, Washington coming up uh, on the 16th or 17th of uh, this month.
1: Yeah,
0: 16th. I think. Yep, 16th of this month. And Reggie, can you tell our folks, uh, I think we do an MP3. I know the, the viewers, of the live Facebook people can get us, but what about those people that want to maybe next week tell some friends about uh, the the show that we have today? I always forget to say that. How can they uh track us? Well I
1: know uh, DJ Knowledge can he can he can correct me on this. I think it's Apple. You can get on uh, Apple, um Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Music. Apple <laughs> Don't do the music of the TV, please, all right? Apple, y'all know. We can get on Apple and I think we're on Spotify too. Yeah, Apple and Spotify, you can go back and listen to this broadcast and listen to all of our broadcasts from uh Faces Going Places. Doc, you mentioned NAACP. I gotta give a shout out to Dr. Rosalind Brock, who was the first female chairman of the board of directors for the NAACP. She's a graduate of Virginia (laughs) Union University. My last sister. Gotta give a shout out. Um, Um um, Google Play, I'm sorry, and Google Play. Also, you can go back and listen to Google Play. So I want to give her a shout out. Y'all been watching Dancing with the Stars. That big rascal, Charles Oakley, who was a <laughs> graduate of Virginia <laughs> Union University. We both were business administration majors, staying in the dorm together. All right, played 16 years in the NBA and was on Dancing with the Stars, again, an HBCU graduate. And we've had so many others, and I can name others. I could go back in history with the time with the Kansas City Chiefs because y'all got to tie in with the Kansas City Chiefs who made history from Morgan State That's and that right. was Willie Lanier That's and made right. history with, with the Kansas City Chiefs and was a key part of them winning their first Super Bowl and was the first black NFL middle linebacker because you know they said that we couldn't play quarterback or we couldn't play middle linebacker which was the quarterback on the defense but Willie Lanier dispelled that myth led them all the way to the Super Bowl was defensive player of the year that year and they won their first Super Bowl and the Kansas City Chiefs was the only team to have black scouts. They were the first NFL team to have black scouts. So they had that black man playing middle linebacker, and they had them black scouts, and it went all the way to the Super Bowl. Imagine that! All right, <laughs> all right, and, so and imagine see, that. Yeah, this is so,
0: his day. See, and, and I let him go. Yeah. I didn't say anything. But,
1: but I had the- to shout out that. Oh, we got two minutes. I guess, Doc. I don't <laughs> know. We can. Show the trade table yes, now. No, Later. no, we have to show. Okay, okay. This now is this... something
0: that they gave Reggie for his birthday. Yep. And like I said, Reggie is a, a hero. And can can you guys see that out there? Yeah. Raise your it's hand. It's a, a trade
1: table. Y'all can see this. It's a trade table that was made. I got to shout out Nicole Hancock. Nicole Hancock, who's a graduate of Virginia Union. She made this trade table. have four series of four trade tables for my 55th birthday. It was given to me. And, and um, uh, by, uh, a beautiful person, a great friend of mine, who also HBCU graduate. Do you and guys also, see Reggie? Yep, Look at yep. Reggie. All right, and it's me on here. It's me back in the day running pen relays, and it's a picture of me here on the tray
0: table. Uh, it's a so, beautiful piece. Yep. yep. Are we going to auction it off? <laughs> <laughs> Not this. We can auction <laughs> <get hung laughs> off something else. I don't know. We, get, we I don't know. Let she yeah. can make me another one.
1: Well, that, but I just want to just take that time. That is shout great it
0: out. to yeah. uh, uh, have that and. It was a great honor for us today to be recognizing you and Virginia Union. One of the, uh, one of the actually famous, all HBCUs are famous, but they certainly have a uh, a uh, a whole trail of oh, black yeah. things that they've done. Not only in the sports field, but Virginia Union has led the way in a lot of things that people have no idea. Yeah, and I Governor think that, Wilder, Governor Douglas yes, yes, Wilder, yes, yeah, politics so, yeah, mm-hmm. and as as have most other uh, yeah. HBCUs, and we'll be talking about that from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the people that will be coming up on this show will have uh, Mrs. Cunningham, who uh, represents uh, a whole section of uh, our community. Yeah. Uh, over in the Kate and, uh, Frederick Avenue uh, section, she'll be on. We'll be having the lady who is the owner of the Great uh, Blacks and Wax. Mm-hmm. And you'll see something that I don't want to tell you too much about. But if you saw the movie Django, there is a connection uh, between wow. the great, wa- wax, great Blacks and Wax Museum. And we'll be talking about a friend of mine and a, a, a one-time kind of partner with mm-hmm. me. And um, that's the original F. Lewis uh, Museum. Yeah. We'll be talking about the connection that we have with them. And uh, we're probably going to have a special meeting with the uh, candidates mm-hmm. that are running for mayor so we can get an idea of what they're going to do for us now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're all coming together and the movement is starting. We want to thank our producer. Yeah. Uh, He's done a fantastic job, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He, is, uh, he does more than just things here at the studio. You need to check out his uh, studio, and I think uh, one day we're going to have to dedicate a show just to what they do here because yeah. it's a lovely facility, and they do it. Yeah. And now, folks, you can contact us because we now have a commercial division that will help you put together a website, help you put together a um, commercial Mm -hmm. And we're going to start showing some of our commercials. Remember, remember, don't let anybody fool you. Be protected. Get your pure light. Yeah. Pure light uh, purification system. Yeah, yeah. Folks, it will really help you with mold, with Ebola, with salmonella. If a person has asthma, it is a help and it is a a purifier of the air. It actually creates a super oxygen molecule. And you're going to be hearing about that. There are several uh, organizations that will be doing studies. There have been 141 studies done on it all, already. And you can go to uh, mbutler at pure light, pure-light.us. It has to be .us. And that's a website. You can come directly to me. Or you can do it, bypass me, and do the company, which is still the company. It is uh, pure-light.com. And remember, you can Google us and find out a little bit about our nonprofit, which is Faces Going Places. But you can also Google and find out a lot about the private side, which is Maker, M-A-K-E-R, to the number two. And markets with a S. M A R K T S. Markets. Make it to markets. And I guess we got to get yeah, ready to get done. out of yeah, here because yeah. time is gone. Yeah, time but, is gone. <laughs> yeah, but remember, you can call us at 443
2: 801
0: 1199. And you can email us at Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R, lowercase, 1712, 1712, at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. And, Reggie, again, thanks for being with us. And, uh, again, congratulations to all the stuff that you've done in your life. And we want to recognize the folks that are with us because, uh, you know, your story matters. Everybody's story matters. And well, we have welcome, to remember Thank you. that we are in a culture that uh, if we don't do it, nobody's going to do it.
1: You're right, Doc. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. You're so right.
0: This is a life and death uh, situation, folks. We hear people say that, and we kind of take it light. But you don't know how serious it is. Yeah. You've got to vote or have somebody else uh, you take to vote. Make sure that when we are on November the 3rd. That's right. We see all kinds of... I just voted signs all over the place. That's right. That's right, right, Doc. We look forward to you. Any last words? I think our time is up. Yep,
1: yep, our time is up, Doc. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Doc.
0: God bless everybody out there. Have a blessed day.
1: Okay. Y'all have a great one now.
4: Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.